read it's finished. And we're looking at it, and I'm looking at it with my siblings. And suddenly I hear my sister say, Mom, why is Steve putting spinach in the Christmas tree? Anything to avoid what was good for us, what our mother was giving us out of her love for us, to nourish us, to help us grow. And there we were putting spinach in the Christmas tree. Today's gospel is kind of like that dreaded spinach. Sell everything. Give to the poor. And this is what's standing between the man who comes to Jesus and eternal life. He's a devout man. And he comes up and he kneels. So we know through that kneeling and looking up that he has been following. And he asks, how do I inherit eternal life? And Jesus asked him about the commandments. You know, don't murder, don't commit adultery, uh, don't steal, don't bear false witness and lie, honor your mother and father. And the guy said, yeah, yeah, I've, I've been doing all those since I was young. Basically, what, what's next? So Jesus says there is one strategies have been my first go-to. Many of us will look around and say, well, there are other people who are richer. I'm not the rich one. And wherever we are on that spectrum of having, having material comfort or goods or wealth or possessions, there is always someone else we can look at. It's kind of like, well, I'm not the rich one. Here, broccoli. I'm going to throw that one out. And it even gets extreme. Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos spending billions 
this version in English is being being put down, they decide, you know, we'll, we'll go with the them that trust in the riches as opposed to those who are wealthy. Them that trust in those riches. It's kind of like taking a little pee, right? That, yeah, I have attachment to riches. And I think that is part of the call here, to look at how attached we are, how much we trust our riches. I think there's a call here that's even harder. What are we actually doing with our money? This ask is more than where your treasure is, there your heart lies. This is an invitation into doing. And it's a picture of discipleship that, that stretches us. Jesus tells the man to go into action. Sell. Sell what you have. Give. Action. Give to the poor. And come. Follow me. And all this is spoken in love. What's remarkable in this passage in Mark is it's the Jesus is referred to directly as loving person. He talks about love in generalities, but here Jesus looks the man in the eye and loves him right before he says, and now here's the one thing you got to do. So this ask is like a loving mother, and I don't mean to trivialize it, serving up the food we don't want to eat, but the food that is food that will bear bear abundance in the future. Nutrients that run in our system, the giving running in our souls, working on us and bearing fruit in ways we may not even see for years. And so far, what the man had described, we put the context of where he is or was, he described following all these commandments about how we relate to Justice where there is shared wealth, where everyone is housed, everyone is fed, everyone has needs. This man is not being asked to earn the love, that if he does that, then he gets the big check mark and then goes to heaven. He's invited into discipleship. He's invited to, he's already loved. He already has the grace that God gives so Jesus gives so freely. But as Anne Lamott has said, and I've heard her speak to this, she said, the grace of God does meet us where we are and does fill us where we are. But God loves us 